Experience worship. True worship. Experience the word. Bringing you wholeness. Experience the warmth of fellowship. Experience wholeness at Lighthouse. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday at the Lighthouse. House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. Visit our website at www.lighthousenergy.org or contact us at info at lighthousenergy.org. The Lighthouse, lighting your pathway to destiny. mentioned a word, a cure for anxiety. That word just resonated in my heart and so I'm preaching on that this morning. You know, as we touch down on 2023 and as we prepare for 2024, as people begin to do what we call self-appraisers, appraisers in their family life, appraisers in their businesses, appraisers in their career path, the temptation that usually comes to everyone is to feel a sense of inadequacy. Uh, the truth is that if you have, this is the way I understand goal setting. If I set out to do 10 things, for example, in 2023, and I'm able to achieve six, um, if I asked you that question this morning, what would be your response? Have I really achieved something this year? Yes. So in other words, I've done six things that I didn't do in 2022. Uh, all I needed to do, or all I need to do now, is to appraise where is the fall, what really happened. And then, like in accounting world, credit it forward for 2024. And like I say most of the time, we are the one who is limited by these calendars. God is a God of times and seasons. And he makes all things beautiful in his time. So the problem with most of us is that once we don't achieve, we lose sight of the six and focus on the four that we didn't achieve. But let not your testimony be that way. So this morning, I just generally, because anxiety is something that is common with human beings. So what is the cure for it? What is the cure for it? Open your Bibles, please, with me. It's a very popular scripture. Let's just glean from that scripture this morning. Philippians chapter 4. Uh, I will read verses 4 to 9. Philippians chapter 4. We'll read verses 4 to 9. We want to put this in context. Uh, it's just line upon line. It follows. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. As a posture of faith. So rejoice in the Lord always. Again, for the purpose of emphasis, he said, I will say rejoice. He said, let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. But verse 6, which is where it concerns all of us, he says, be anxious for nothing. In other rendering, you would read words, be careful for nothing. Do not exercise fear or anxiety. That's what you read in other translations. 
be careful for nothing. But he says, by in everything, by prayer, that's one, and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. So, don't be anxious for anything. Can we go back to verse 6? I just want to. But in everything. So whatever it is, in everything, by prayer, which is a tool of our dependence on God. It's a conversation. Prayer means we cannot resolve things on our own. We need the source. We need the source. Just like in military times, when they are faced with challenges in the war front, they call for reinforcement. So, in the same way, be anxious for nothing. Be careful for nothing. Let nothing move you. But in everything, as you make your journey of faith, approach it by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. When you do that, when I do that, what happened? Verse 7. He said, and the peace of God, and the peace of God, and the wholeness of God, and that assurance that God is with you. He said, which surpasses all understanding. In the area of our understanding, that's where anxiety reigns. You see things. There are evidences in the physical. And so your heart becomes anxious. He said, the, the peace of God is what which surpasses all understanding. We guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Verse 8. He said, finally, my brethren, when you do prayer, supplication with thanksgiving, when you allow the peace of God to settle you, and what your posture should be is that you, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, those are the things you and I must meditate on. In my own Bible, this is what I do. So I underline the word true. So each time I open, that's what I see. True, noble, just, pure, lovely, good report, virtue, praiseworthy. And so when I open my Bible, when anxiety wants to come to me, I just open my Bible to this particular point. This is what my posture of faith, having done all to stand. It says, verse 9, what does it say? The things you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, this too, and the God of peace, the things we have learned, we learn it in the scripture. We're going to learn it again today. We receive and heard it how the patriarch walked their way through. He said, when you do it, the God of peace will be with you. So, be careful. You know, that's a word for those of us who, who have parents while growing up. They always say that word every day. Just be careful. 
But God is saying to you, be careful. Be carefree. It's not that you are not, you are not concerned, but choose a posture of faith. See, let me say something today, and that is also what has helped me personally. I have issues. But the truth is that staying up all night cannot resolve those issues. The truth is that it's just like we love our loved one, and they are sick. And probably somebody sleep into coma. I know that they said people here from afar. But the truth is that if you stay by that bedside all night, it probably won't make any difference. I may be too harsh, but forgive me. Someone pass. Usually what people say around here is that that person should not hit. Because if he hits, it means that he's the person who killed the other person. So, someone passed. They are emotionally drained. They need to eat. They need to sleep. I don't know if you get me, but hey, I've read the scripture that says, He who keeps us neither sleep nor slumber. What simply that suggests to us by faith is that we are the ones who are designed to sleep and slumber. When we choose not to sleep and slumber, we are taking on the role of God in the affairs of our lives. I think you can get it very clearly now. Praise God. I said praise God. So be careful for nothing. One of that rendering says, do not be anxious for nothing over anything. See, that Greek word, translated careful, it means to be anxious. Believers in Christ should not be anxious about anything. The dictionary defines being anxious as being apprehensive. Being anxious means to get worried. You know, some people, as we are seated here this morning, they have eaten breakfast, but they are worried about what they will eat for lunch. Some people are even worried to what they will eat Friday, Wednesday morning. What did Jesus say? He said sufficient. He is a worry for each day. But some people become what one of our patriarchs of faith tagged, world champion warrior. So, I am traveling to a lorry. They are worried. Where are you now? Are you at my way? Okay. God bless you, Oluwa Shoyi. Where are you now? Uh, we're at Ibadan. Oh, what happened? Ah, you've left about two hours ago. Ah, trailer. Ah, hope, hope you are driving very carefully. I'm on trailer. No. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Are the things happening to us real? Yes. Human beings, are they conscious? Are they conditioned to worry? Yes. But for the believers, don't be anxious. Don't be apprehensive. Can I ask a very honest question here this morning? Do you get anxious? Can I see your hand? Do you live life with apprehension or worries? Can I see your hand? 
my own hand is up. So, and you've mastered it. So I want to see your face. So after the service, I can walk up to you. How do you manage this? Praise God. So it means it's something that happens to us. Even when you know what to do, you have prepared for your presentation tomorrow. You are still what? Anxious. You are still apprehensive. What is the first word I'm going to say? Should I crack a joke? What is the thing? Should I appreciate someone? Up to the last minute. And then you get up. And you speak for two minutes. Everybody is looking at their side. They are nodding their heads. But before that, you were apprehensive. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. So, be anxious for nothing. It's a word relevant to us today. Can we read this same, um, uh, thank you, God bless you, whoever is involved, that's what I wanted to say. Can we read that same Philippians 4, 4 to 9? We read it in NLT. We read it in TPT. We read it in Message. We read it in Amplify Classics. Can we go in this order? Can we start from verse 4? And I want us to read it together. Please, one, two, three, go. In the Lord. Rejoice. Yes. Yes. Anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. 8 and 9. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right, and pure, and lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. The next one, TPT, can we go? Be cheerful with joyous celebration. In every season of life, let joy overflow, for you are united with the anointed one. Let gentleness be seen in every relationship, for our Lord is very near. Verse 6, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faithful requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God. Praising Him always. Follow the example of all that we have imparted to you. And the God of peace will be with you in all things. Celebrate God all day. Every day I mean. 
brethren in him, make it as clear as you can to all you meet that you are on their side, walking with them and not against them. Let them see that the master is about to arrive. He could show up any minute. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praise shape your worries into prayers. Letting God know your concerns before you know it. A sense of God's wholeness. Everything coming together for good. We come and say to you, damn. It is wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of our lives. Summing it all up, friends, I would say you will do best by filling your minds and meditating on things that are true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise and nothing to curse, Put into practice what you have learned from me and what you heard and saw and realized. And do that and God who makes everything work together will walk you into his most excellent harmony. The last one, Amplify Christ. Rejoice in the Lord always. Delight. Gladden yourselves in him. Again, I say rejoice. Let all men know and perceive and recognize your unsearchedness your considerateness, your forbearing spirit. The Lord is near. He's coming soon. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, definite requests with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. And God's peace shall be yours. That tranquil state of a soul assured of his salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God, and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is, that peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison a man's guard over your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. For the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reference, and whatever is honorable and seemingly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there is any virtue and excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your minds on them. Practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and molder your will of living on it. And the God of peace, of untroubled, undisturbed well-being will be with you. How many of us feel refreshed by just reading those scriptures? Yeah. Said till I come, give attention to reading. So, you can see it. If the Bible says, do not fret, it simply means we have the high propensity to fret. In Proverbs chapter 12, 25, Proverbs 12, 25, you can see it there. Usually, what causes anxiety? You can see it there. Proverbs 12, 25. The anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good war makes it clear. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 20, Paul was saying something there. Because it's the same word. The word states 
or care, care, care. State care, well-being talks about welfare in other translations. The state of our well-being. Paul was saying no one was like-minded but a particular person in this instance. So, these people, the Philippian believer, were interested in the well-being of Paul. In Psalm 77, David expressed his anxiety. If you read the old chapter, so Christians do suffer anxiety because of uncertainties. And because we are uncertain about things, we don't know afternoon. We can only see where we are. So the tendency to be overwhelmed is very high. But you see, anxiety is the act of expressing fears and worries when we do not truly follow our commitment to God. What do I mean? God says, He will never leave us nor forsake us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He will never. It doesn't matter what the situation and circumstances are. He will never leave us nor forsake us. What is anxiety? Briefly defined. The emotion characterized by the feeling of tensions worried thoughts, and physical changes. The emotions, which comes with it, are characterized by feelings of tension. Some people have worried thoughts. And some people can feel it physically. There can be increase in their blood pressure. They can develop recurring intrusive thoughts of concern. You know, the interesting thing is that even though this word is used interchangeably with the word worry, but fear rather, but it's different. So anxiety is not the same as fear. Fear is something that is temporary. Uh, you just saw a snake or you saw a lion and that sense comes to you. So you are fearful. It's a temporary emotion, but anxiety is when you allow many series of temporary emotions now develop into a way of life. In fact, medically, they call it anxiety disorder. In other words, you are permanently worrying about things that may never happen. So the Bible is so clear for us. Don't feel nervous about anything. Don't feel restless. I picked such people in my car before. Who helped me to drive the car? Don't. Don't. Don't feel restless. People are on airplane. They are worried. They don't heat. Because they feel that the turbulence. The pilot is heating, dining where he is. Because he knows that the turbulence can bring down the pain. Can I also give us a very simple. How many of us have seen our pilots before? Yeah, probably after your flight. But sometimes you don't even know whether your pilot is on a wheelchair. Yet you have enough faith to jump on that flight. Once you have that ticket and that thing, you are just okay. 
The same faith that we put in things like that, physical like that, we must put it in the higher life. He said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says God. Thought of peace and not evil. So God has us in his hands. Can I have an amen this morning? You may say, oh, pastor, are you living in Nigeria? Yes. There's no need to have panic increase heart rate about the economy of Nigeria. God knows that we are here. He knows that you are running business here. God doesn't want us to feel weak and helpless. God doesn't want us to have trouble concentrating on our work. God doesn't want us to worry about our health. You know, sometimes when people just catch a, 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 just a flinch of symptoms, you are already Googling it. What happens when you feel, and then, of course, MD is online. And it gives you all the things that have variously happened. And then you begin to entertain that thought. It as if I am developing. And then your body begins to adjust to it. And before you know it, if you happen to go for medical science, the highest probability that the report comes out that way is very high. Because your emotion, your body have already received what that symptom has said. Praise God. So don't worry about your health. Don't worry about money. Don't worry about family issues. If we worry too much, it can develop into anxiety disorders. You feel it every time. Hey, 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 hey. No, don't worry. He said, be anxious for nothing. For us believers, he said, we must learn to put it into God's hands. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord this morning. Please, this morning, understand, God can be trusted. He can be trusted. You can put your life on the whole line. It can't be trusted. There's one song, one old song. He will never let you fall. He will never let you fall. God can be trusted. Oh, I didn't know the other line, but thank you for helping me. But hey, God can be trusted. God can be trusted. His word can be trusted. Please, Christians can get anxious. I know that. We can struggle in our faith world, but we are created not to. And please, because our body also is created with nervous system, so they respond to trauma, all this life crisis. But you see, when those things hit, your confidence should be in God's word. Praise God. Let's read certain scripture together as I begin to tidy this up because we will dance and cast our cares upon the Lord this morning again. Matthew chapter 6, verses 28 to 33. Matthew 6, sorry, Matthew 6, Matthew 6, 28 to 33. He said, why do you worry? Why do you worry? These are things that causes anxiety. Why do you worry? Can we have it in TPT, please? Why do you worry? There used to be one household opera. Why worry? Why worry? Why worry? He said, why would you worry about your clothing? Look at the beautiful flowers of the feed. They don't walk or toil. 
We're going to 33, please. And yet not even Solomon in all his splendor was robed in beauty more than one of these. I read one translation that says, not even the fashionistas of the world are beautifully dressed as the lily in the valley. Says, so if God has clothed the meadow with hair, which is here for such a short time, and then dried up and born, won't he provide for you the clothes you need? Even if you live, even though you live with such little faith, verse 31. So then, forsake your worries. That's the message this morning. Why will you say what we will eat, or what we will drink, or what will we wear? It says, for that is what the unbeliever chase after. Doesn't your heavenly father already know the things your bodies require? So above all, constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom and the righteousness that proceeds from him. Then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7. Say, pour out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there for he always tenderly cares for you. Isaiah 35 verse 4 Isaiah 35 verse 4 Isaiah 35 verse 4 Isaiah 35 verse 4 say to you this morning, say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong. Do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance and with recompense of God, he will come and save you. There's one song also from that. He will come and save you. Jeremiah 8.22 Jeremiah 8.22 Say, is there no balm in Gilead? So give up your anxiety today. I don't know what it is. I may not know. I may not know the description. I may not know how overwhelming it is. But you see what we have seen. God is interested in our well-being. Is there no recovery for the health of the daughter of my people? There is. When we learn to walk with the Lord in the light of his word. So, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Don't worry. The challenges of the present moment, don't worry. You know what I've read also? Romans chapter 5, verses 1 to 6. Romans chapter 5. Because sometimes those challenges, I understand it can be very overwhelming. He said, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. We rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Verse 3 says, and not only that, but we also glory. A lot of people don't read this, but that's part of the, of the thing. He said, but we also glory in tribulations. Tribulations. Whatever it is, raised for power three. Tribulations. It can't be more than that. But we know that tribulation produces perseverance. 
and perseverance, character. And character, hope. Verse 5 says, and that hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit that he has given to us. The love of God poured out. Verse 6, what does he say? He said, for when we were still without strength. So God is not leaving us to figure things out on our own. No, Christ died for us. And that is the privilege of what we are enjoying today. Last scripture for today, or second but one, First Peter 1, verses 1 to 7. I want you to please get ready. Let's do a jiggle. The Bible says Jesus jiggle in the spirit. So let's do it for 10 minutes. Casting all of our, he said, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the pilgrims of the dispersion in Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia. He said, elect. That's how the Bible describes us. Elect, according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father in sanctification. We are sanctified of the Spirit and obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. He said, grace to, to you and peace be multiplied. I mean, having said that, he said, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us in again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You, you think that when you read all those things, the problem, our problem in life is resolved. He said to an inheritance incorruptible, undefined, that does not fade away reserved in heaven for you. Verse 5, we are going to seven place. Who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be relieved, revealed in the last time. So you think the first five verses already should give us a glide. But in this, you greatly rejoice. Don't now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. But he said that the genuineness of your faith be much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may find to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Don't worry. Don't worry. All things are working together for your good. Don't worry. Don't be anxious. Don't be anxious. The things that are threatening you at this moment, they are just temporal things. Keep your faith high. Keep it high. Don't be anxious about your health. Even when you have doctor's report, don't be anxious. Don't be anxious. The Lord is your shepherd you shall not want. Don't be anxious. Last scripture, Isaiah 41, 10. Our faith is genuine. It's not fake. It is genuine. It is genuine. And some of these things, you, you also don't know. We are practicing. We are practicing. Those who love boxing, you can read about Muhammad Ali. It's not, you can watch one hour game, but one hour game is hours and hours of practice. And it's the same thing. Hours and hours. So as long as we are this part of eternity, there are things that come to us that we may want to help us to, or rather, propel or fuel anxiety in our heart. But hey, 
What does the word say to us this morning? Can you charge your neighbor for me this morning with this scripture? One, two, three, go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Verse 11 and 12. Verse 12. The next verse. The next verse, help me. So please, let me charge. You see, that's previous verses. Those who born in sense against you, don't think about any person. Just look at challenges that you are faced with. Maybe a career, work, business, family. He said, for I, I, the Lord, your God, we hold your right hand, saying to you, fear not, I will help you. First Peter 5, 7. First Peter 5, 7. God says he will help us, so we need to believe him. Uh, that's the cure for anxiety, believe his word. First Peter 5, 7. Can we read this in many translations? Please let me charge your neighbor again. One, two, three, go. Other translations, please. The same word. One more time. One more. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Wow. Another one. There is Ibo there now. Oh, yeah, give us Ibo. You know, they have, you version has Ibo. Let me look for it. Ah, is that Ibo? That's not fair. Can you help me find it in your version? I want to read that translation. It's original Greek now. Oh, easy worship is not easy version. Okay. I'm waiting for you. 
Oh, who can speak Hebo very well? I give you mic. Sister Itel, Lagos, Lagos, Lagos woman. Come and read it for me. Come and read it for me. I beg, come. Didn't you live in the East? Hallelujah. This message is brought to you by the Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenergy.org for more.